Welcome to Prostate Cancer and You, a podcast produced by the Massachusetts Prostate Cancer Coalition and the mission to educate, connect, and support men at risk, newly diagnosed individuals, survivors, and their families. It also connects organizations and professionals in Massachusetts seeking to conquer and cure prostate cancer. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich, and we continue our series on prostate cancer and men of color, the need to inform and educate to offer treatment and hopes for survival. This podcast series made possible by a grant from Blue Earth Diagnostics. Today, I'd like you to meet a dynamic lady. Her name is Londi Maduro. She's a filmmaker who has put her unique talents to work in producing a documentary called The Silent Killer, Prostate Cancer in the African-American Community. As Londi points out, with showings around the country, the message to men of color is starting to matter. Women can play an even bigger part in convincing men to get early diagnosis and screening. As Londi says, together we can end prostate cancer. Well, we're delighted to welcome you from the West Coast, Londi. And uh, first of all, your connection to the prostate cancer cause. Talk about Project Zero and some of the other work you've been doing in that area. Sure. Yes. So I did a documentary called um, The Silent Killer, Prostate Cancer in the African-American Community. And through that, I started reaching out to several nonprofits to see if we could kind of spread the word outside of our community in Los Angeles. And Zero, the End of Prostate Cancer was definitely one of the spearheading nonprofits that wanted to help us get the word out. And through them, we connected to Blue Earth. Um, and so it's been a very awesome experience traveling, sharing our film, and really trying to get more men um, educated on prostate cancer and prostate cancer awareness. Were you surprised by anything you found out on the production of this documentary, first of all? Oh, a lot. I was mm. surprised by a lot. First, I was surprised um, that, you know, how prostate cancer affects African-American men um, at a younger age with more aggressive forms of disease and how many of them had no clue of that. Most um, minority men don't really know their family history. Like they know grandpa died of something, but we don't know what, because it wasn't talked about. Or uncle had this, but nobody talked about it. So the more I started learning this, the more I wanted to make a difference. You know, I started out just doing a film and then it became this movement of really trying to educate and advocate for men with prostate cancer. And, and before we delve into these issues and what you think should be done beyond the film, which is a great step forward, any personal connection to prostate cancer in your family or among friends? So initially, the answer to that was no. When I first started working on the film, a friend of mine actually brought the concept to me, Chris Edwards, because his father and brother had prostate cancer and he knew he was at risk and no one was talking about it. So he was like, Londi, you know, I feel like we need to do something in regards to this. And so we started working on it um, about six months into our research and all that. We hadn't even started shooting yet, just doing research and really trying to educate myself on prostate cancer, my dad was diagnosed with stage one prostate mm. cancer. And I was so glad that I was working on the movie because I was able to take that information that I had learned, share it with him. And in turn, he was able to talk to his doctor and ask educated questions. So we knew it wasn't a death sentence, but it was like that the irony of me working on a film and then my dad being diagnosed, which is crazy, but it was also a blessing as well. Art imitates life and vice versa at that point. Funny how that works out. You sort of talked a little bit about what's wrong, the messaging that's not getting through, but let's explore that a little bit further before we talk about possible sure. solutions. What are some of the issues beyond the ones you mentioned that we should be aware of in the African-American community? 
Um, well, definitely an issue is just, to me, the main issue is just knowledge. Most of them aren't even aware of this situation. Um, and especially if they're not touched by it or they don't have a, a clue that it runs in their family. So to me, the biggest issue is education getting that information to them so that they can ask their doctor questions. The other issue I see is, you know, for a while there, it was um, told to primary care physicians that they shouldn't test men for prostate cancer, do a simple PSA test or digital rectal exam for men who were under 50. You know, this was always considered an older man's disease, mm. but that's not helping men who are being diagnosed at 46 45, 43 with aggressive forms of prostate cancer. By the time you're 50, it's it's kind of too late in that regard. So kind of getting that information to the physicians as well. Um, we have seen some change on that in the years that I've been working with in this field of advocacy, but it definitely still is an issue. If a, a primary care physician you know, hadn't been touched by prostate cancer themselves, then they weren't really providing that information, they were just following the guidelines of, oh, 50 or older, and, and that was a huge problem. Well, also, there's an issue with men in general, and certainly African-American men as well, not even going to the doctor. Uh, ah, I'll put it off. I've got more important things to do. And they, they, we often do that and to our detriment. So it's important so for people true. to start to get, to get going. So let's talk about what the film did, the impact of it so far. I mean, you interviewed a lot of people, you gained a lot of knowledge yourself, and you're sharing it. What's been the overall reaction? Um, the overall reaction has been getting the conversation started. You know, that to me is such a blessing. To your point, you know, the, at first when we were traveling with this movie and trying to do screenings, it was hard to get men to come out. It was the wives who got the men to come out, right? Yes. They were they drug them to our the screening of our film, but then when the men watched it, we couldn't get them to stop talking. I thought it was awesome. It was like, they just needed to see people who look like themselves go through this. And to me, that was the way to connect. In our movie, we followed um, three different men with three different stages of prostate cancer, and we showed their lives. And they're from all walks of life. One was a hip hop mogul, a family man, a city councilman, oh, and a vegan, so four men, sorry, four <laughs> men. And so, you know, men sitting in the audience could see themselves on that screen. And then when we had the Q&A, it was like everybody had questions and comments and wanted to talk and share. And so I realized, oh, I have to have a urologist on the Q&A and, uh, you know, someone from um, a nonprofit like Zero. Like I had to have people there. It couldn't just be me because I was like, I am not a doctor. I cannot answer all these questions. But it started the yeah. conversation. So I realized, OK, this movie is helping people realize that they need to really take responsibility for their health because to your point you know i know my dad was an athlete although he's always been pretty good but you know usually the mindset is you know if it ain't broke you're good you know what <laughs> i mean i put ice on i it. feel good. good i'll get i'll bounce back yeah no right. this is a silent right. disease for many exactly. people it, it shows no symptoms until it's perhaps a bit on the late side i, I do think you make an excellent point and you're a spokesperson for this project Getting the message from a young black woman who is a pioneering film director is a little different than getting the message from some stuffy old doctor or your Uncle Harry. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right? I mean, it, and I think you make a, an excellent point that the wives and the girlfriends can do a lot to uh, bring these guys into the knowledge realm. 
Exactly. No, totally. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of times we're the ones, you know, pushing, go to the doctor. Look, you've had this pain for two weeks. I'm done seeing you whine about it. Now I'm taking you to the doctor. And so we want to just kind of get it where, you know, men are getting um, regular checkups. And to your point, you know, in the African-American community, a lot of times it was that they didn't have insurance. So to go to the doctor for something you may or may not have, it's like, why would I do that? You know, I feel fine. It's going to cost me money. Mm. I may not have this thing. I don't want to worry about if I do or not or be scared in that regard. So now knowing that there are organizations out there that if you are diagnosed, they will help you through this process, maybe even help cover some of those expenses to offset insurance costs is definitely a game changer, I think, for a lot of men. Let's remind people that uh, the doctors and the educators have a lot to say about this, but what can they additionally do for this particular community right now? You know, advertising through their offices, through their medical practices, but what specific things would you like to see happen? I definitely would like to see more doctors really take into consideration a patient's history when it comes to prostate cancer. you know, uh, testing or screenings. I think it's really important. I think this general blanket of, you know, this is the age range that we're testing for and that's it. I think that's a problem because a lot of men don't know to even ask their doctor for something that's not being prescribed to them, right? So if you're not telling me I need it, why would I ask you to do a digital rectal exam? Mm. I'm not asking for that, right? Yeah, it's not something we we generally get a lot of requests for. Or request often, but uh, film is such a terrific venue, and you, you're very proficient in it, and you're doing a lot of great work. Besides film and, may, dare I say, the podcast venue, what yes. other uh, media methods do you think we need to employ? Because, I mean, people aren't, in general, reading as much as they were at newspapers and yes. magazines. Is there another way? Is it social media? Is it billboards? What would you like to see happen? Definitely all of the above. I think social media is a great tool, even mini videos, you know, Mm. quick one minute, 60 second videos. Definitely if you can get recognizable faces. So celebrities who are willing to talk about their experience with prostate cancer from fun, quirky videos to serious videos, like people will pay attention if they see their favorite athlete talking about this very serious disease. Um, I also think meeting men where they are, you know, um, if getting at sporting events, right? A lot of men love to watch football, soccer, unit, World Cups going on, right? So we like to watch those things. So getting um, advertisement at those type of venues where men are, I think that would be a big step too, is really to meet them where they are so they'll start to pay attention. Because, you know, breast cancer awareness has done such a great job with that. If you look at I mean, it's everywhere, right? We know when we see that pink ribbon or Mm. we see those football players wearing pink, we know that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We've been trained to to know that. So we need to do the same thing for prostate cancer to really meet men where they are and really start to hone in that this is something that they need to start thinking about. And how can an organization showcase your film or how can individuals get their hands on it, have showings and so forth? Is it streaming? Is it available by order? Tell us how it goes. Sure. So, yes, you can email us. Um, uh, you can go to our website, thesilentkillerdoc.com, and contact us there if you'd like to do a screening. And we are currently working on getting it on a streaming platform. I'm, fingers crossed that'll be on a streaming platform in February is our goal. 
Um, but that's what we're working on right now so that it can be available to everyone. That's really what we want. Well, I just want to say thank you for the cause that you've taken up and the passion you have for it. And, you know, we all have uh, people we know in our lives, including ourselves, touched by this disease. Anything we can all do to play a part is important, and you're playing a big part. And you're such a lovely person for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Our thanks once again to Londi Maduro, producer-director of The Silent Killer, Prostate Cancer in the African-American Community, a film that raises important awareness and offers education and hope to men of color. This podcast series made possible by a grant from Blue Earth Diagnostics. To learn more about the Massachusetts Prostate Cancer Coalition and to hear the Prostate Cancer in You podcast, visit masspcc.org. This podcast available on all podcast platforms, including Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Spotify, and more. This is Jordan Rich. Have a great day.